turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Don't miss an episode of The Rob Black Show. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I feel very lucky that I became a student in the stock market before I was 18 years old. I feel that after 30 years of doing this, I feel comfortable saying that I've created wealth. Enough so that I can quit today and live till the day I die. I know that I'm not smarter than the market, and I know that I'm not smarter than you. I know that I started earlier than you. I know that I do it every two weeks, and maybe you do and don't. I know that I have a hesitancy to spend money. I was introduced to a beautiful woman 20 years ago. And one of the things she looked at me and said, we got to get you dressed up better. So she took me into San Francisco. We went into Castro, which was at that point in time kind of a dying neighborhood. Of It used to be at the height a very, very gay and lesbian friendly neighborhood. But through the last 30, 40 years, as money has moved in, anyone who was artistic and people who weren't making over $100,000 moved. And as that trend's become tougher and tougher, the Castro has become more gentrified. But when I was there 30 years ago or 20 years ago, girlfriend was like, we're going to get you some, we're going to get you dressed up better, better shoes, better pants, better shirts. And one of the things she got me into were diesel jeans. I think diesel jeans look great on me. Um, I'm not super skinny. I'm not super fat. And they, to this day, I own two pairs of diesels. Um, one of them that I wear basically 365 days a year until it gets becomes threadbare. And then I toss it and I wear my next pair of jeans and I order another pair. I like a certain style. I'm so nervous about talking about it because it's out in America, so now I don't have to buy it from Europe. That I don't even want to tell you the name of the jeans. Because I want to like be able to pull off like 10 more pairs. Maybe I should just buy 10 pairs right now kind of thing. But then I keep going, well, what if I gain weight? What if I lose weight? I haven't gained weight or lost weight in 30 years. But I consider myself pretty frugal. Um, I'm not high into fashion. So I've got enough money to live till the day I die. The point of this segment is it's not lost on me that I own real estate and stocks and that they've both had just amazing 30-year runs. A little hiccup here, a little hiccup there, but amazing 30-year runs. When I see a billionaire investor come out and say something today along the lines of, yeah, value stocks should outperform growth stocks over the next 10 years. I don't think he's crazy. I don't think that's a dumb thing to say. 
Apple, I own shares of Apple, is worth $2.5 trillion. 30 years ago, that would have been a joke of a concept. Now we're like, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. <laughs> I've got a $1,600 phone on the way because my last phone lasted for about four years. And it's basically begun dilapidated. Like some of the pressure sensors aren't working anymore. I was fearful of putting the new operating system on it because it probably won't run. But I'm frugal. Well, again, I'm frugal, I save, and I invest. That's a pretty good combination for creating wealth. Home prices in July accelerated at a record rate for the fourth month in a row. Nationally, home prices are up 19.7% year over year. The index of homes compared to the 2006 peak is up 43.7%. Chicago is the only city in America that isn't above its 2006 peak. The last several months have been extraordinary. I have a couple producers that I work with in radio. As one of them takes time off, one of them comes in. One of them owns a home that he didn't realize how much it was worth. No idea. It never equaled that amount of money in his life. It's not a sexy city. It's not San Francisco or San Diego. It's not Seattle. It's one of the fringe cities that's within 25 miles of San Francisco. That's all that matters right now. And my other producer, he's renting. And I don't see a chance for him to ever get in. Because radio doesn't create a lot of six-figure salaries. It's a tale of two markets, the haves and have-nots. Again, I reiterate and I repeat, this has been a very good time to be an investor. Low interest rates. In the recent month and a half, we've seen interest rates get a little bit more temperamental as we talk about inflation. How do you fight inflation? You raise interest rates. The higher cost of money from the interest rate rise tends to dampen speculation. If I made 19.7% on my home last year, and it was a $2 million home, and it's now a $2.4 million home, and I go, I work in radio. There's not a lot of six-figure salaries in radio. I'm like, woohoo! I just made four years of, of six figures in appreciation. I can cash out and go on vacation. Or I can run up my credit card and go on vacation. Because I got the money. It's there. I just haven't sold yet. This will have a reverse effect. Low interest rates were wonderful. And essentially... My thesis is interest rates have been marching lower since 9-11. And before 9-11, we had the 1990s, which had the tech revolution with Microsoft, Yahoo, Google. You had this just glorious time of $4,000 computers becoming $2,000 computers, becoming $1,000 computers, becoming $600 computers. It's not lost on me that you can go out and buy a super-powered computer now easily for $600, $700 of Best Buy. And that our phones are marching higher and higher in prices. 
as soon as our phones start to march lower in prices, Apple's day is over. Their their goose is cooked. But I just paid more for a phone than I did four years ago by a lot. And it makes no sense because it's so small. But the camera's so good. So it's not lost on me that things are really, really good right now because of low interest rates. It's not lost on me that interest rates are starting to move higher. Do I think interest rates will go back to 2001 levels? Not in my lifetime. Nope. Do I see 8% mortgages in anyone's futures? Nope. But the easiest money has been made. In my opinion, sold a broker advisor for freaking action on stock stocks. I've mentioned on the show. Consider value. Don't ignore it. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. The Rob Black Show is brought to you by EP Wealth. Learn more about EP's unique approach to managing wealth at robblackshow.com. Invest in what is really important. Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. Are you concerned with financial planning, tax planning, managing your investments, or just planning your retirement? Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP has your financial future in mind. Learn more by visiting robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Let's take a look at the markets. I get up pretty early. I get up at four o'clock. And one of the first things I do is I check to see how foreign markets are doing. And today, that check-in on the market showed me that it was going to be an ugly open for Wall Street. That there was a shift in mentality on Wall Street. The S&P 500 is down 1.1%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down three quarters of 1%. The Nasdaq's down 1.6%, the biggest loser of the three. Nasdaq also has the biggest growth names like Apple and Microsoft, Google on their exchange. So it's booking a little bit of profit from the last three years, last two years, last year. That's the way I'm reading it for the day. Last Monday, not two days ago, hold on, what is today, Tuesday, not yesterday, but eight days ago, the markets kind of had a a purging, if you will, of love on Wall Street. And then the next four days, it roared right back. Um, there will be a shift in the markets that lasts more than a week as people book some profits and reposition elsewhere. Um, in the end, I'm not that stressed. I feel that used car prices are unhealthy. I feel that home prices are unhealthy. I feel that stock markets that are up 20% during a pandemic is unhealthy. Because the economy, I haven't spent that kind of money. That's good news and bad news. Stocks know that I'll spend money that I've saved. 
Americans have saved over $3 trillion. So the government stimulating the economy with billion-dollar infrastructure projects is nice, but the consumer has the money to be really, really nice to the economy. But we can't. Fools are flying and saying, hey, I'm flying. I'm, I'm fine. I'm healthy. Great for you. You don't understand the bigger picture. Soon, others will start to fly. Soon, the pandemic will get a little bit further behind us. As more people get sick and build up antibodies or more people get shots and build up antibodies. As you've noticed, this time around, people who've had the shots in the last year aren't getting crazy sick. Some are, not many. Material data, insignificant. But that's the good news, is that sometime down the road, we've got trillions of dollars saved up that we're going to put to the work. Uh, This is going to sound like a really odd statement. I don't go a week without thinking right now, I would love to go to Mexico. I'd love to go to Hawaii. I'd love to go to the Philippines. I, I would love to go somewhere with a beach. Um, where's Bora Bora? I can't find it on a map, but I'd love to go. I can find Thailand on a map, and I'd love to go. But I can't right now. I have a responsibility to my citizens and my family. U.S. home prices, growth soars to another high. Yep. <clears throat> this was the data that we were looking for in the first hour of the show that we just got. Home prices is posted 19.7% annual gain in July, up from 18.7% in June, the fourth straight month in which the growth rate has set a record. The 20-city composite posted 19.9% annual gain. I bought a home earlier in the summer, and I sold a home later in the summer. Both went for ridiculous amounts more than they were worth three years ago. To the tune that they had both basically doubled in the last three years. No, no, let me correct that. They both basically added on a million dollars in value in the last year. Because the 19.5% gains are just ridiculous. The National Composite Index marked its 14th consecutive month of accelerated prices. I can tell you... And this is kind of interesting, and I kind of need to be careful on how I say this. Um, The offers that I got on my home, I got 10 of them. None of them were from traditional families. Um, Every single offer included people that were born overseas and inherited wealth or or the benefactors of wealthy parents. It's pretty intriguing what we're seeing. Home prices in 19 of the 20 cities are at an all-time high. Only Chicago is a little off its 2006 peak. How is that possible? Okay, well, the last time we had a peak in housing was 2006. When I bought my home that I just sold was 2007. 12 years after I bought it, 
I made over $2 million on a home that I bought for 900000 So Chicago is still not all the way back to their peak from 2006. That's how bad 2006, 2007, 2008 were on housing. Phoenix is 32% increase, led all cities in the 26th consecutive month. Phoenix is a dump. Flagstaff is lovely. But I don't get it. Why is it going up in value? Because people are leaving California. San Diego's a big winner. Seattle's a big winner. So secondary level cities are benefiting from the big cities exodus i'm rob black talking all things financial money investing and more find me online at rob black show twitter rob black show youtube rob black show don't miss an episode of the rob black show subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts questions about how to invest in your retirement check out robblackshow.com and get in on the conversation subscribe to the podcast and video channels no one cares more about your money than you do It's time to start to feel good about your financial future. RobBlackShow.com. RobBlackShow.com. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. The biggest story in the market right now isn't stocks. It's bonds. Treasury yields are increasing. As they increase, it means a bond sell-off which is a bullish sign for stocks tied to the economy like energy, a bear sign for high-growth tech stocks, which could create a buying opportunity. 55% of the U.S. population is fully vaccinated, ranking number 42 in the world and putting it behind countries like the U.K., Italy, Canada, Malaysia, and China. President Joe Biden yesterday got his Pfizer booster shot, encouraged everyone else who is eligible to follow the leader. There's a lot of questions about his presidency this week with Congress set to try to vote on infrastructure deals, budget plans, and debt ceiling. The market is correctly concerned between COVID, a massive run-up due to stimulus, a potential lack of stimulus going forward. Market would have to stand on its own economy. Facebook has pumped the brakes on working with kids. The Facebook-owned Instagram announced that the company would be pausing development for Instagram Kids, a version of its platform user for users under 13. I get it. We need appropriate content and platforms because we're, as parents, irresponsibly putting phones in our kids' hands at age four. And saying, watch this while daddy drives. Please don't drop it. It's an expensive phone. And the kids get hooked on a little technology here and there. We need we need safe platforms. I get it. I, but also I get the, the issue on parenting. But also I think corporate America doesn't need to see it as a, a money grab. It's kind of sick when you see it as a money grab. And that's what I see it as. 44 state attorney generals asked Mark Zuckerberg to abandon the idea, arguing that 13 was too young to deal with a wide world of targeted ads and internet trolls. I've had the worst internet trolls, and I'm actually okay with it, but I'm a big boy. I could not imagine having internet trolls as a child. 
not prepared for it. My mental health was not strong enough. I, I think my best trolling story was I was about to move to California and I went really negative on Sun Microsystems in financial media saying, I think the stock's worth zero until the CEO quits and resigns. Um, I think Scott McNeely was a great CEO for a startup company. I think Sun Microsystems had great product. But they weren't going to be able to build on it. And it became pretty obvious when it was a $60 stock. And I said, price target zero. And no one has the courage to say that. And then it went to 55. Then it went to 50. Then it went to 45 and 40. 45 down to 35. 35 down to 30. And it kept stumbling, bumbling, and crumbling. And I'm right about ready to move to the Bay Area from the East Coast. And my girlfriend goes, do you see what they're saying about you on the internet? Some people want to pop your eyes out and stick body parts and do horrible things to your, your, your remains. And I started laughing and she was concerned for my life. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Comes with the territory. When you say a stock's going to zero, you're going to piss off a lot of people. Instagram knows it's harmful. They really, really, really need to rethink this. Do they need to, do we need to develop an experience for kids on the internet? I do think we do. Roblox is probably the best idea I've found for people. As they've done a pretty good job of controlling the trolling, but it's not there yet. Two Fed leaders, Dallas Fed President Robert Kaplan and Boston Fed President Eric Rosengren announced their retirement yesterday. What's interesting to note about them is that they were buying stocks and controlling the country's monetary policy. A little bit of a conflict of interest. If they know that they're going to come to the rescue and keep rates low, then they buy the dips. Kaplan had big trades in Amazon, Apple, and Delta Airlines last year as the Fed flooded the market with liquidity. Not only should he go, but he should be arrested, in my opinion. Getting wealthier on inside information, it's against the law. It's one of the reasons I'm. you hear me say on the show on a regular basis, something along the lines of, if I do a story like Apple just released Apple Software 15 and it lets you set up a, a burner email account, here's why that's important. Because you can actually sign up now for newsletters that you don't want to get forever and ever and ever. You can now sign up for two-week trials that you don't want to get forever and ever. But I have to disclose at the end of saying that, I own shares of Apple. So I'm kind of glad these guys are leaving. No one should be happy that they can't follow Fed ethics guidelines. And yes, I still believe they should be arrested. Number one show, number one show, number one show on Netflix right now is South Korean thriller Squid Game. I watched it. Totally worth the indulgence. It's the first South Korean TV show to hit the top spot on Netflix. Um, what is the Squid Game? 
I don't want to really tell you other than it's a Hunger Games style competition. The Squid Game is not the prequel to My Octopus Teacher, which was also on Netflix last year, which was a fascinating documentary. And some people stopped eating sushi because of it or sushi that contains octopus. Um, it's interesting to note the talent agency, which represents the show's lead actor, the stock is up 70% in the last three trading days. Squid hype has even jumped platforms with fans replicating the show's deadly competitions in Roblox. Roblox is for kids. And it's kind of like the Minecraft for juniors or toddlers. Minecraft is kind of the Fortnite for preteens. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I'm trying to. But what's interesting about it is... Um, South Korean culture has gained a foothold in the United States over the last decade, from Gangnam Style to BTS to the movie Parasite. Um, I'm giving a big thumbs up to what Netflix is pulling off here. I like it. And it shows that we can be introduced to new things and go with it. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. The Rob Black Show is brought to you by EP Wealth. Learn more about EP's unique approach to managing wealth at robblackshow.com. As always, I am here to help us both get to retirement. Maybe a bigger picture is involved a long way as well. A little bit of a shift going on on Wall Street at this point in time. It's a very dramatic week for Wall Street with inflation questions, with interest rate issues, with budgetary snag snafus. Is that what we're going to call this? It is an interesting time on Wall Street. NASDAQ futures dropped aggressively overnight as surging bond yields are causing investors to flee tech stocks that have had massive, massive run-ups in the last three years. Many of these big tech companies like Apple, Microsoft, Netflix, Google are stocks that I own. Probably stocks that you own. If you own the S&P 500, you own those stocks. So there's a lot going on there. White House is considering tax incentive for more Americans to buy stocks, sources say. Tesla aims to revitalize its solar energy and storage business this year after 2019 slump. Tesla's solar uh, business roof, it's a bit of a disaster. Some areas you sign up for it, you pay $100, they say they're going to contact you soon, and they don't. And then a couple weeks go by and you have to contact them, and they're like, oh, we're doing the best we can. You get the idea. Google's are going to restructure their cloud business with some roles completely eliminated. 
Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway just revealed positions in Kroger. That's a fascinating one for me. A grocery store company. How boring. But how necessary in good economies and bad economies. You need to eat food. You basically get that idea. I know you do. But the big story of the week so far has been bond yields. Back in August, the 10-year treasury was sitting at 1.17%, And if you go back, we can see the 10-year treasury now return to its 2021 high probably maybe in the next couple of days of 1.75%. So the 10-year treasury is a proxy for safe money. It's telling you this is where it's going. People who are selling Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Google, they're putting their do-re-mi into 10-year treasuries. Hmm. This all due to the Federal Reserve saying we're going to raise interest rates in 2023 but no 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 it's not 2023 it's not even 2022 but the fed's gonna stop buying debt maybe now maybe october maybe november i did a very long piece interview with adam phillips from ep wealth yesterday i've put it up on my website you can find it easily at robloxshow.com robloxshow.com or you can check out YouTube channel, Rob Black Show. If you want a long-form interview of what's going on with an economist, a strategist, check it out. Stock market's under pressure. Oil hit above $80 a barrel. In this environment, oil should race higher, as well as financials, as well as consumer staples. Maybe a little bit of utilities. Underperformers would be growth. A vaccine is for kids is closer as Pfizer sends trial data to the FDA. I'm stoked on that. I think part of the way we get through this, what's going to turn out to be a three-year period, I feel. We're already a year and a half into it. There seems no end in 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 eyesight at least until March as we basically are shutting down for the year now with the holidays right around the corner. And when I say what I see is something along the lines of my TV people that I work with, they don't want me in the studios. Studios are small rooms that you film television in, right? They're very enclosed. They've got beautiful lights on top of them. The ventilation's good. It's not great. But the fact that they don't want me in is they don't want that disease traveling around the studios. And I think the TV people that I work with are pretty smart. So not letting in an outsider. I'm not a core anchor person. I'm not a core weather person. When you start talking stocks and investing on TV, you're kind of an, a, a secondary or tertiary kind of player. Pfizer said it submitted data to the Food and Drug Administration on the pivotal trial of its COVID-19 vaccine in children aged 5 to 11. I've got a child 10 that I cannot wait for that shot to be available. 
because I can't go to concerts with them. I don't feel comfortable putting someone's life who I've protected from age zero to 18. It's my job to put him in a, in a, a concert type environment. He loves music. So Pfizer's getting there. Pfizer is going to be a long-term winner, winner, chicken, dinner, out of what's happening with COVID. Whether you're the 50% who believe or the 50% who don't believe, I don't care. I think Pfizer's going to be a winner. I think they're – I don't think they're going to let us forget Oh, you need a booster shot. Oh, you need a flu shot. Oh, you need a booster shot and a flu shot. So the big story is the day. Stock market's under pressure. Oil above $80 a barrel. What else is there to talk about? Oh, and by the way, this is all happening very, very fast. So don't be surprised if you wake up this morning, open up your stock page, open up your money management account, whatever it is that you have. And see a dramatic shift. Home prices are accelerating at a crazy pace. I just sold a home because the previous month before I bought a home. The way real estate's playing out, I almost had to do that to hedge myself from not overbuying. I had to have someone else overbuy. The latest data from the S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller Home Price Index set to be released today is expected to show annual home price growth of 20%. 20%. The cities where you're going to see the biggest moves are Phoenix, San Diego, Seattle, San Francisco, Tampa. While prices continue their March 4th and July, there have also been some signs that the housing market began to cool in August on inventory levels, more homes coming up. But that won't slow the growth of sales price yet, but soon. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Brought to you by EP Wealth. This is the Rob Black Show.